Hey everyone, welcome to a very special episode of the podcast today. I'm Danny, the host of this, We're Speaking to My Den. It's actually not my den, I don't have a den, but I have a bunch of books. And, and to answer the first question you have, if you're tuning in on the YouTube channel, is have I actually gone through all these books behind me? And the answer is most of them. Some of them, no, but that's fine. Uh, but... <laughs> But that, that tends to be the first question I get about all these books. But we're not talking about books today. We're going to talk about The Undead because that's way more fun to talk about. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Zack Snyder put out a a, a movie. And, and to be fair, this time he shot it in widescreen aspect and actually in color. Opposed to the thing he tried to do for Justice League. Um, which was a four-hour-long four-by-three. It was fine. I don't think it was as good as people thought it, it had been, but it was still fine. Uh, but he put out a new movie just on Netflix called Army of the Dead. And Army of uh, of the Dead, the entire premise is that kind of super strong, it's basically kind of a zombie, um, escapes out of a government truck who they clearly had been testing on. Uh, he overtakes the town of Las v- Vegas and bites people until the whole town is turned into zombies. And there's a lot of them. Uh, I think it's one of those cases that there are more people in this town than there are in the United States based on the amount of people that ha- that they showed in the movie. But uh, as time goes by, the town is is blocked off by all kinds of crates and other things. And, and there are people that their job is to get in and get out and get stuff. If they need to go through, if they need to go in to find people or any of that in the middle of that, there's an owner of a casino that has gotten paid all the money from the, uh, the insurance, because apparently this dude had a clause in his insurance for town overrun by zombies. Okay, didn't see that one coming, but uh, he, he's already been paid out the millions of dollars that are in in the vault that are essentially not accessible. So he hires Dave Batista, who every time he stops uh, moving in this movie, I stop being able to see him, uh, to put together a team of people to go in and get, it's like $20 million or something, $200 million. It's a lot of money. So he puts together a team, but it turns out they all have different motives in going in, and and all and, and they all have different motives in being together, except for the pilot and the coyote, who they just want the money. And I got to be honest, they're probably the most honest characters in the whole thing. From the very get go, they all they said is money, good, sure, yeah, we good. Uh, so. This a movie. It is just as content. It is rated R for a lot of violence and brief nudity, but not in the sexual nature. Not that that makes it better. I did watch it, but I covered my eyes like a child as the nudity came up, and there wasn't a lot of it, but it was still there. It was weird. The undead. I I, I don't know these stories. I enjoy these kinds of stories uh, about z- zombies and the undead, but. Not for the the kind of gratuitous uh, biting and blood and the amount of corn syrup that they have to spray out of the special effects team. And I got to be honest, it's relatively cheap to do. Um, I don't actually enjoy it because of that. I enjoy it because uh, the concept of a zombie is much 
more preachable than I think pastors are ready to admit. Um, it's 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 a good good way to communicate a couple of different things. But I'll get to that in a minute. Um, the movie Army of the Dead. It was good. It was good. I got to hand it to Zack Snyder on this one. Uh, it wasn't a four hour long retelling of a story that I already knew the ending of because Justice League. Uh, it didn't have a lot of slow motion, although it did have a little bit of it. And there th- th- there had been a couple of things that they did that were artistically creative, but just strange overall. Um, probably the best parts of it were indeed Dave Bautista and Tig Notoro. And Tig, um, who is is a deadpan comedian, it was really strange to see her in this. And I spent two weeks trying to figure out what have I seen her from. Uh, she, this is this is a really dumb way to place this, played the mother of the boy who bullied Andy in the office. And her comedy was so deadpan and beautiful that I loved it so much. Just how she's coming in to apologize for bullying someone who is an adult. Or, or her son bullying someone. And then just on her way out, she turns around and says, God bless you guys. I don't know. It was just the timing on that. It was absolutely beautiful. But Tig uh, was actually not even supposed to be in the movie at all. Um, the first person to play her part, it was Chris Diella, comedian Chris Diella. Uh, Chris Diella? Something like that. And uh, he, he got caught in a bit of a scandal. Um, you can Google the scandal, but don't. <laughs> so... They didn't want to include him in this at, as a way of saying, hey, we support the things that are going on here. So instead of, of that, they had to essentially put Tig in front of a green screen to shoot all the things and just scope her in to all the shots. So part of that did come off as a bit strange. Uh, and it, it was always as if like, huh, Tig's character is just kind of uh, feels like she's kind of like not 100% understanding everything going on. Which, to be fair, she wasn't. Uh, so, <laughs> but but overall, this it was a good a movie because of the different motives that people had. So I'm I'm gonna go through. There's gonna be heavy spoilers in this. I haven't given anything away yet. Um, but if there's an interest in watching this, go ahead and pause the episode and go watch it. I don't know. There's gonna be spoilers. You've been warned. So. Um, the people going in, they're, they're actually the thing they're trying to do, some of them are trying to get parts of a queen, kind of a zombie, which is a weird thing, uh, in order to create their own army. Um, at the, 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 the first guy that broke out of the a military crate because of a car crash, seriously, that's what happened, um, he he's he's kind of strong he's powerful he's got a lot going on and they they're running out of time because the government has decided to just nuke all of las vegas so if they're going to try and um figure out how to make an army of the dead they need the head of one of the females so uh the the although there's 200 million dollars in the vault the guy actually going in there who's the head of security for the casino he actually is trying to get the head of a person and this creates a whole bunch of problems because they're not just the normal zombies that stagger around and go brains some of them are able to think they have 
people in charge. They have tiers. They have essentially a whole government structure. Uh, and they were investigating election fraud in the 2020 election. It was kind of weird. Um, kidding. But <laughs> but on, on top of that, a few of the people are going in to prove to themselves that they're strong enough to handle this, that they're man enough. A few are going in because they need to be able to pay for their trip out of the area and a few are going in in order to give money to their estranged daughter after he had to murder her daughter's zombie mom in front of her and he's never been the same since and so and others are going in because because they're saying i don't want to be away from my dad so on top of all this there's a lot going on all people that have their different motives and still although the enemy appears to be these dead people uh, the undead that are coming towards them and a few are sprinting and this kind of stuff the actual enemy is still themselves uh they're they're trying to trap each other to figure each other out to get each other's share of the money to to do anything they can so that they come out on top whereas everybody else dies under them and to be honest, this is why I tend to enjoy the zombie stories is because the enemy is never the enemy that you think it is. And to the the actual enemy tends to be greed, selfishness, and 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 the drive to do whatever it takes just to stay alive and to promote me. I think this is probably the biggest part of all these stories that. I find the most kind of fascinating is is at their core the scariest part isn't the z- z- zombies but the thing that they represent there's this base drive in all of us that if you take out the soul take out the things that make us important and make us people you end up at a zombie of just trying to eat uh trying to do basic functions and just trying to get uh uh, uh to uh, to get ahead at any expense if if i take out the soul of a person i end up and i have a zombie and i think that's probably you know as as i mentioned i think pastors this is more preachable than you think it is as an example granted i wouldn't do it because you'd be able to hear the elders planning a meeting in the middle of the sermon uh if if you pull up any any bible passage and say it's it's uh, it's very similar to to the z- 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 zombies and, and the people are going to check out because it's a niche audience. Um, but for Army of 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 the Dead, there were a couple issues in that kind of a movie that I felt were a bit uh, a bit extreme, and the, and they had a lot of plot points that just didn't actually get explained or brought up or or 100% um, fleshed out. You know, for starters, they had this idea of they're caught in a time loop. They just randomly threw that out there. It's five minutes in there. And granted, I think that goes back to the source content that that actually had been a thing, that they're caught in a time loop. And and they're partially, they're in there trying to get through, whereas they failed in the past, but it loops again, it loops again, it loops again. Uh, They randomly brought this up and then they just never explained it again. This guy's a three-minute kind of a monologue on how, no, those skeletons, they're us. We've done this before, and 
they're they all have on the same clothes as as the other people and as as a plot point in a heist movie that has a lot of zombies it was kind of a different strange thing to add sorry the dog wants to be on the podcast as well uh it was kind of a strange thing to add and then they just never go back to it again they never go back to it and so i i actually thought i missed part of the movies like did i get up to pee and they explain no it's not a time thing we just we all have the same scarf, you know. They they never actually explained that. On top of that, they had robot zombies, which they never explained. Just a few of the zombies. They shot a few, and part of their face peeled off, and it was like blue and and um blue and shiny, and had a lot of metal. And I was like, huh, that's a robot zombie. Why is that a robot zombie? And then they and then they never explained that. A lot of things they opened up in this movie and they just didn't explain it. And I, I think it was a case of he's trying to keep a path open to the next movie, trying to open up a path for, you know, maybe understanding a kind of a sequel, being able to do more. But they total party killed everyone at the end. Even the actual guy that did get out, which not sure how he got out, a nuclear bomb exploded the town. Again, I said spoilers, so if that came as a surprise... I already said spoilers. Uh, it turns out that he got bit at some point and didn't turn. And then he got on a plane, which he paid for in cash because he had millions of dollars in cash. Uh, and that's how they ended. He saw the bite and he went, <laughs> and that's how they ended. But we never saw him get bit. We never saw the fight where that happened or any understanding of this might have occurred. And so it was kind of a case of, I feel like you would know if you got bit by a zombie and were bleeding profusely. But apparently not. Apparently some people don't get that. Um, then a fair amount of the other plot points, I felt as if they were included and just never fleshed out. You know, the guy trying to get in and trying to sell the head. Well, this guy dies and then the head just kind of, nothing happens to it. Cool. Uh, yeah, just nothing happens to it. So overall, I, th I thought this movie was fine. If they're trying to do a kind of a broader thing, I think that'd be fine. If they're trying to do a TV show for Netflix, I actually think that'd be great because they'd have some additional time to flesh out these ideas to kind of go through, maybe include the time thing. But um, yeah, it was just kind of... There were a lot of things that I felt as if they needed to have explained better and they just didn't and it was super sad. So <laughs> so overall, do I recommend people go and uh, watch this? To be honest, there's a fair amount of swearing, a lot of violence, a lot of violence, a super duper amount of violence uh, and a little bit of nudity. So that's a decision that you're going to have to make if those are things that are offensive to you or 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 that you feel the spirit is like hey this isn't good i totally get that totally understand um i'm not going to claim this is some christian movie that everyone needs to watch this isn't the passion of the christ it's a heist movie that has a lot of zombies and potential time traveling whatever is a lot in it so it's okay if if that's the thing that you're into go ahead i love these things i love movies about the z z zombies because it's that idea of the flesh and the spirit and it 
and, and this is actually the big thing I was interested in talking about today is is um is talking about the difference between the flesh and the spirit. So for the z- z- zombies, it is a base drive, and I think this is the scare the uh the scary part of these movies that it in kind of a subconscious end. This is this is the thing that all of us are scared of becoming is a spiritual kind of a zombie. Um, it, it's, it's, it's these people that don't, they don't have a purpose. They don't have a soul. They don't do anything. They just stumble along and try and make it one more day. Um, they, they do the thing that promotes them. That is is in their best interest. They don't care about other people, and I think this is the scariest part because it is one of the more accurate depictions of people apart f- f- from Christ. Um, in Galatians chapter five, v- 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 verses sixteen through twenty-four, it tells us this: "But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. F- for the desires of the flesh are against." Uh, the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law now the works of the flesh are evident sexual immorality impurity sensuality idolatry Sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But... The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against against such things, there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So for starters, um, there's a clear juxtaposition of the flesh and the spirit. The two are diametrically opposed to each other. The things that I crave in my flesh are not things that the spirit craves. And to be honest, um, the idea of the sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of... Anger, rivalries, dissensions, d- d- divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and these things are, to be honest, kind of the plot of a lot of the z- zombie stories. It's it's people that are engaging in and trying to fight against these types of things because that is that's how they're expressing the no hope that they have by trying to engage in the flesh. And every time they do this, they... It, they get into the same problem. It doesn't actually work. It creates more problems. It creates other divisions. It creates other things because they're trying to gratify the flesh instead of going according to this greater thing. Um, the 
the two though they they are opposed to each other the spirit and the flesh are different than each other hey zep he says hi uh, he wants to be on the podcast um <laughs> they 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 don't want the th- the same things and they're going in the same directions if one's going north the other's going south if one goes right the other goes to the left they cannot i cannot be going in the same again direction as both and so i need the spirit when i'm trying to keep in step with the spirit to be obedient to him and to lay my life down to him then things are expressed through that kind of fruit by the indwelling of the holy spirit it gets in there to start to to churn things up, to understand the good, to understand that there is a greater thing than all all those other things. That even though the flesh craves these, that there's actually a better thing than than those cravings. There's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. And to be honest, none of these things to us are um, are natural. They, they aren't things that come easy. They aren't things that I'm just able to do. Uh, I can l- l- love a person, but to be honest, it's really hard. And I think anybody that goes, it's easy to love people. It's not. There's too many people to be able to love people easily. And that's kind of the flaw. People, they do mean things. And, and, and at our core, our base instinct is to do mean things back, um, to be joyful, the, man, if 2020 and 2021 taught us anything, is that uh, being joyful is a choice that you have to make while l- 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 leaning into the spirit and allowing the spirit to take over. Kind of the same thing on patience. Patience, I'm not a patient person by nature. Um, and I don't know many people that are. Those that are patient, I think they've had to work through to get there the same thing kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control all these things are expressions of a person who has dedicated all they are to christ and by being bought by the blood of christ and sealed by the holy spirit they are then able the spirit is able to express these things through them they aren't us churning them up i think that's kind of a misconception of this is that i have to churn up joy in order to experience the spirit it's actually the other direction i have to keep in step with the spirit in order that joy can flow forth out of that Uh, as it talks about the uh, kind of the fruit of the spirit it'd be the same thing as trying to make an apple tree by taping an apple to a tree it's not how that goes by nature the apple tree grows apples it doesn't grow apples because I taped an apple to it. It grows apples because that's in its DNA. And to us, that is the same thing as the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit produces these things in us. And so if I'm not producing these things in myself, or if if these things aren't being expressed in me, then to be honest, I need to stop and think about Am I keeping in step to the Spirit? And then to pursue the Spirit even during the times that it's the most difficult. The zombies, on on the other hand, being soulless undead creatures, and fictional, by the way. I know they're not real. Um, 
they just pursue their own good. They 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 only chase after the things that are are going to benefit them. Uh, they are greedy. In an ultimate kind of a sense, that is an expression of their deadness. There are many things that our flesh craves that we think is fantastic. But I've often compared it to buying things on a credit card and not having a job. Uh, I can put things on a credit card and for a moment it's going to bring me temporary joy. But when it comes time to pay, I'm not actually able to pay. Well, when I keep in step to the flesh, I'm putting things on a credit card I can't pay. When I'm keeping in step with the Spirit, I, I'm able to understand the person and the nature of God through the indwelling of the Spirit in me. I think the flesh aspects are appealing because of the temporary gratification they bring. Uh, anyone that's struggled through any kind of a sin understands that if it weren't so fun, we all would have stopped doing all the sins a while ago. Um, and, and, and that's the truth. To sin is fun, but it comes at a cost. And that cost oftentimes is our soul, which is very, very problematic and a very problematic thing to give up. And it can be difficult to, to, uh, to actually go beyond that because there's part of us that has to die first. Uh, in R Romans chapter 6, this is kind of the best place to talk about the old self and the new self, is is that we are crucified with Christ. And it, it, it is no longer I that live, but he and me. That the old person is dead. <laughs> By their choices, by their action, they are dead. There isn't a case that the old person can say, like, I'm mostly dead, you know, as in Princess Bride, which is a phenomenal movie that you should definitely watch. Uh, there is no mostly dead. By their actions, they are condemned and they are dead. Just as kind of a zombie is dead, even if they're moving around, they are dead, period. When I die to myself, though, and I'm crucified with Christ, there's a newness that comes up because not only am I crucified with Christ, but I am resurrected with him also. This is actually the entire symbolism of baptism, of going under the water, being buried, and coming out as a new person. And this a new person, the old things aren't appealing uh, or or the old things aren't going to be as appealing as they had been. Um, as a kid, I loved a McDonald's hamburger. A McDonald's hamburger was fantastic. And anytime the Golden Arches, I'd be driving by like, Mom, we have to stop so I can get a Happy Meal and a toy. Because the toys were baller back then. They were fantastic. And, and they didn't, well, they broke immediately. But they were still fun. And I, at a point, I had a whole bin of these toys. And they were amazing. And then I grew up and I had delicious steak. Um, when you've had delicious steak or a high quality hamburger, I'm talking cream of the crop, primo hamburger, going back to McDonald's is very difficult because the quality just isn't there. The things just aren't there that that I, I thought it was good and it just isn't as good as I thought. The old person enjoyed those, but the new person having tasted the better thing, 
understands that this new thing is better. And that is the struggle of the old self and the new self. That's the, the struggle of, of, of the flesh against the spirit. That in Christ, the old things, although they're fun, are not as good as being in the spirit. And for us, that's going to create this this tension of still craving those old things, but also understanding that this new thing is so much better. Um, the 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 old things, especially being trapped in all 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 the sins and temptations, um, that tends to be well. It tends to come at us as a slow moving kind of a zombie. To be honest, um, those see in 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 the early. The movies where they they, uh, they had the zombies, they all tend to be these slow moving, like arms out. Uh, and I always was confused, like how'd you get caught by that? And and in truth, if it's just a kind of a zombie, they they had a handle on it for the most part. They could take down a kind of a zombie, but then there were so many of them that although they thought they had it, just at a point they got tackled, they got pushed down, all this stuff. If that's not a metaphor for sin. Boy, howdy, I can't tell you how, like, I can't think of a better kind of a metaphor that you, you indulge just a little bit, and then the next thing that you know, you're overrun and, un- and and unable to handle it. If that's not a metaphor for sin, I don't know what to do. Uh, so so the, these uh, these small indulgences in in the old person and in, in, in the flesh... They just produce our own destruction. And so I guess the encouragement is to not be um, either the zombies or the people going into Las Vegas uh, to try and steal money and lie. Honestly, the whole movie was weird. It was good, but definitely weird. Um, To not do that, but to... Press in, oh, I hate the term press into the spirit, but press into the spirit. Keep in step with the spirit to find the things that God's calling us to do and, and to do those things, to be the person God's calling us to be, to allow the Holy Spirit to get in there and go, okay, as as the creator and recreator and perfecter of creation, give the Holy Spirit permission to clean house. Um, there's a pastor I know, he said the two most dangerous prayers a, a person can pray are, are the first is Jesus come into my life because your life will never be the same after that. Uh, and that's kind of the idea. Your l- 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 life will never be the same after that moment. And then, and then to say, the Holy Spirit have your way in me because the, the, the Holy Spirit's going to get in there to, to dig around to find some things that you didn't even know are in there and then he's going to handle them and it's going to hurt and it's going to be painful and it's going to be absolutely 100% worth it so as far as the fruit of the spirit are concerned when compared to the fruit of the flesh of of sensuality idolatry envy drunkenness orgies orgies and all these things Choose the other. The others may sound fun just for a moment, but they wreak destruction on our heart until all that's there is just an empty kind of shell of a person. 
So I um the the original plan for this episode. By the way, hard pivot. The original plan it was going to be I was going to answer a couple of questions. So I'm going to read through a couple of those now because you know they were they were kind of fun. I I got a couple and I wanted to be sure I go through them, uh, <laughs> just to just to be sure. So they were uh oh they're gone. Um, Josh had asked, is this because I'm British? Thank you, Josh. Uh, Gracie asked, what's the most embarrassing thing uh, I've ever caught Caleb doing? And I'm not going to out Caleb on the podcast without him being here because, because, and this is important, this is a really important thing between Caleb and I, I would find it much funnier to do if he were here in in person. Um, Gracie also asked my top three favorite books of all time other than the Bible. Um... Actually, I think her question, it was top three books of all time. I'm going to do my top three favorite. Uh, I love Matilda, which is really weird. Uh, that was a book I've, I've probably, as a kid in elementary school, I read through that like 20 different times. It's just a beautiful story, and I love Roald Dahl. Uh, as far as books goes, I've been getting into them again. So I'm doing about a book and a half every week as I take the dog out. I bring a book. So, um, I don't know. I'm just enjoying books again. And then the last question also from Gracie, which thank you, Gracie, by the way, it was if I could have dinner with one person in the Bible, not Jesus, because I totally get to do that. Um, gosh, that's a tough one that I thought I had an answer to because part of me wants to say, you know, like Adam and just figure out like, bro, what up? Or, or like Judas and just ask questions. Like, how'd you get here? You know, how do you get so close and yet so far? Um, Gosh, yeah, that's a real tough one. I don't know. I mean, I'm probably being too pragmatic about this question because I think for a lot of them, I get to actually have dinner at one point in eternity. I get to actually kind of go up, introduce myself. Yo, Abraham, what up? Um... Do you hate the song we made about you where we do the right arm, left arm? Um, is that song dumb? Because it's a little dumb. I don't get it. I don't get the movements that got added to that. So, yeah. Huh. So, probably, gosh, one person. Hmm. I'm going to have to go with my boy Moses. Uh, he had a unique experience in start to finish. He had a buck wild kind of a ride of, um, I mean, dude was born, thrown in a river, raised in a palace, killed a man, went to the desert, saw the burning bush, uh, got to go up against Pharaoh, um, walked through the, he, he walked through the sea after the plagues, uh, wandered around in the desert again, and got to see the glory of God pass before him. I don't know. These are all questions like, hey, hey, bud, you want to just like tell me stories and have the longest dinner ever? Um, which I guess that's the book of Exodus is just his stories. Huh. I mean, it's more than his stories. But anyway, that would probably be, I'm going to go we'll go and say Moses because I could really go into anyone and find it utterly fascinating so we're gonna go with moses so yeah well 
there are going to be a couple of these episodes. These are a bit experimental. Caleb has a few trips planned, a few things coming up that are going to be important. So I'm going to be trying a new things in the process. So if there's anything that you need me to talk about or anything that you're interested in me talking about, or if you absolutely hate these and would like me to try something else and become a commentary vlogger, uh, that's not going to happen. But uh, do do email questions. Do do give us any questions to be able to do that. The best place is to go to the gospelpost.com slash nobody special. There's a form at the bottom of this page. At the bottom of the page, this is not a nobody special episode. Um, probably the next of these, I'm gonna just talk through a Bible passage and unpack it a bit. Maybe get a guest on. Who knows? Um, but just kind of talk through those a bit. So gospelpost.com slash nobody special. There's a form at the bottom of the page. Also, our Facebook and Instagram is nobody special podcast. Or do it through the the nobody special the gospel outpost uh, Facebook or Instagram. Those will also I check all of those, so it should be fine. And then um, be sure you're tuning in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube to check out the YouTube channel. Give us comments there. Ring the bell. Do all the things. You know how this goes. If you're listening to this, you know, Caleb and I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate it a ton. Thanks for joining me today. It's a bit of a different episode. Hopefully it works and I'll get better as it goes on. It is so much guys, I cannot tell you how easier it is talking to someone than to just stare at a camera in a monologue for a while. This is a bit of my stream of consciousness speaking and I hope it makes sense because being in my head can be like a fun house. So well we appreciate everybody who tunes into the show, who tells others if this is an episode that you enjoyed or have any ideas of things that I can do please let me know and we'll try them. So thanks for tuning in and I'll, I'll check you guys later.